0: Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Hello, this is Blake Lindsey, and welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. Today, we'll be focusing on how to build winning relationships, especially how do you build a good relationship with a difficult boss or coworker? We've all had that person that no matter what you do, it's wrong. Zig is going to give us some insight into why people may behave that way and how best to respond to them. Let's listen to Zig Ziglar together.
1: In the Dallas Morning News on March 10, 1993, they had a substantial article about the damage that is done to the self-image of a lot of people when we compare ourselves to the glamour people of the world and to the brains of the world and to the people who have all of these other things. Does that constitute success? In one of the later series, I'll be talking about the fact that millionaires are boring. I'll be talking about who gets to be a millionaire. You'll probably be surprised to know uh, that there are infinitely more salespeople who are millionaires than doctors. You'll probably be amazed to learn, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that there are more millionaires uh, in America with average jobs. As a matter of fact, according to U.S. News and World Report, less than one percent of all of the millionaires in America are in athletics, entertainment, music television, and the movies combined. Less than 1%. The other 99% are people like you and me who hung in there over a period of time. We need to get a different picture of ourselves. What causes poor self-images? Well, poverty can be a cause of poor self-image. For example, if a home is such that the child is unwilling to bring their friends there, that has an impact on them. If they have uh, a drunken parent there, or a drug addict for a parent, and they're embarrassed to introduce people to them, that can make them uh, have a poor self-image. Harsh, brutal treatment, physical abuse, verbal abuse, they can all have an impact. But the number one cause of a poor self-image is the lack of unconditional love. Where you accept your child and love your child, not because they made an A, not because they clean their room, not because they make their bed, not because they're in on time, but because they are yours, you unconditionally accept them as yours. One of the most destructive uh, things about self-image Uh, has to do, as I mentioned earlier, with incest or sexual abuse. Incidentally, for what it's worth, when a single mother who has a little girl invites her boyfriend to come live with her, you have just extended an invitation to the neighborhood pedophile. The records are crystal clear the odds go up dramatically that that fella is watching what's going on in the neighborhood, and it happens too many times for it to be a coincidence. What causes poor self image? Well, the media treatment today. You ever notice the way they treat two parent families? Have you ever noticed the way they deal with Catholics and Protestants? Particularly people who have religious convictions and persuasions. Let me ask you a question. When is the last time you saw a series where you had a regular husband and wife who were the heroes of the series? Most of the times uh, the father is either brutal or a wimp. Too much of the time the children uh, make old dad look like an idiot and they're smarter, the kids are, than mom and dad put together. That creates a real problem. Now, the question is, what do you do about it? What's another cause? Well, it pains me to say this, but negative preachers are one of the biggest causes of a poor self-image where all they talk about is what God's going to do to you about hell and brimstone. Don't misunderstand. I think some of that ought to be there. heard somebody say if there's more hell in the pulpit, there'd be less of it in the streets. However, let me simply say, we need to look at the positive side as well, and that's what I would like to do. Now, I want to emphasize that when you explore the manifestations of a poor self image, it will help us identify the people whom we're dealing with and hopefully ourselves. And if we can tell uh, that person has that kind of a problem, and if we have that kind of a problem, then we are in position to offer a solution. Here's some of the manifestations jealousy without cause. I've heard so many times, a husband or wife say, oh, I just love him so much I can't let him out of my sight. What they're really saying is, I cannot believe he or she would just be faithful to me. Poor little old me. Let me remind you again that in that study of 300 world-class leaders, I'm talking about Gandhi and uh, Roosevelt and Churchill and Helen Keller and Martin Luther King a uh, whole schmear. Let me remind you, 25% of them had some serious physical disability and 75% of them had either been abused as children or had been raised in poverty. But they understood it wasn't what happened to them, it's how they handled what happened to them. Second manifestation is a failure to give your best effort. See, if you don't give your best effort, then you can always say, well, had I really tried, I would have succeeded in that endeavor. But had you tried and failed, then you have a fear that you will more materially, you will further have a deterioration of your self-image. They don't finish the project, uh, whatever the project is. They don't finish it, whether it's cutting the grass or getting the report in on time or finishing uh, the project they're on. When you finish, you get recognition, you get praise, and I don't deserve praise. So if I don't finish it, now they don't sit there and think this through, but instinctively that's what happens. They think others are laughing at uh, them, and they'll have a tennis that quiz, uh, a group after they've broken up. What were y'all talking about? Did you mention me? They're overly sensitive to criticism, they can't handle a compliment boy i'm telling you this is one of the most delicious casseroles i've ever eaten well i wish i'd have had time to marinate the veal a little bit longer my that's a beautiful dress you've got on well i've been wearing it for three years but thank you my your house is always so neat well i wish i'd have had more time to take care of some of the panels around they just cannot accept a simple compliment and say Thank you, which is a sign of a good, healthy self image. They insist on picking up the check. You go out with somebody, whether it's coffee or a meal, even though they cannot afford it. Let me pick up the check. They're not worthy of your company unless they give you something. And so they pick up the check. They dress in revealing clothes. They, uh, you know, they advertise that way. Fishermen call that trolling. The only problem with trolling is sometimes you pick up an old boot or a stump or an old garfish or a turtle and you find out it's tougher to get them off the hook than it was to get them on. <laughs> they fail to ask for the order as a salesperson. Fifteen years I was in direct sales. I've seen hundreds of efforts by salespeople to close a sale. And they'd be talking and talking and talking and talking, and they never asked for the order. And finally the prospect says, Well, John, you're not trying to sell me something, are you? Oh, no, no, no. Well, what are you, a professional visitor? <laughs> you know what we've discovered? We've discovered that sales escalate dramatically when the image improves Because if you've got the right image, you're selling the right product. And if you feel good about yourself and what you're selling, you want the other person to own it for their benefit, not yours, their benefit. One manifestation uh, uh, is that they overpromise. We've all seen it. Every new coach or manager that comes in, uh, uh, you know, they will on the side say, well, now it might take a rebuilding process, but then to the side. But I can guarantee you it's going to be a lot faster than a lot of people think. They overpromise. Politicians are notoriously famous for that. Are they not? All right. They overpromise because they are afraid they won't be accepted unless they are. Oh, motor mouth is one of the signs of a uh, poor self-image. You know, they talk all the time. They simply can never slow down because they feel they've always got to be selling and selling and selling. How many of you have ever had a motor mouth uh, that you went to just for a little drop-in visit and after about fifteen minutes, you know it's time to go. And as you head for the front door, he blocks it off. He stands in the way. Got something else to tell you. You finally maneuver and get out the door, and he follows you out to the car. He opens the door for you, and as uh, as you're backing out, he says, "Roll down the window." Roll down. Got one more thing to tell you. Old motor mouth is a sign of a poor self-image. Sometimes a silent mouth. Not always, but sometimes. They simply are afraid that what they have to say is of very little value. And consequently, they do not say anything. And of course, a filthy mouth is one of the surest giveaways of all. They think they, in order to get somebody to listen, they've got to punctuate it with comments like that.
0: I once heard it said that we judge others by their outsides and we judge ourselves by our insides. We give ourselves a break very often because we know our motives and reasons for acting that way. Today, try and see if you can apply some of what you heard to a difficult person in your life. I think you'll see a difference over time as you give those difficult people in your life a little compassion. Next week, we will continue on this theme of building winning relationships. Until then, this is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest
1: list.